On the show today, a bunch of news items to talk about, including a new sponsor for the All-Stars, the cancellation situation at the Rev, and more. Let's go. Today is Wednesday, March 9th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, First of all, those of you that watch this show, I'm calling all of you out because you guys have been asleep at the wheel. I've had the wrong date for the last two days on the show, and I haven't had one comment about it. You guys need to wake up when you're watching this show. Anyway, in an interesting announcement yesterday, the All-Star Circuit of Champions announced a new series title sponsor with blockchain company Tezos set to replace Flow Racing in the logo. Flow itself had already entered into a partnership with Tezos, and it seems as though this deal for the title sponsorship was brokered through the relationship Flow already has with the Sprint Car Series owned by Tony Stewart. The Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions presented by Mobile One, which again is a mouthful, will debut at Attica on April 8th. The release says that the partnership will allow for the parties to educate Sprint Car fans about blockchain technology, Tezos, and NFTs. There's also a mention of all-star specific NFTs. NFTs, for those that aren't aware, are non-fungible tokens. Think of them as sort of a digital certificate of authenticity. I know you've probably seen things with like monkey pictures and things like that, but certificate of authenticity for kind of digital goods is the easiest way to kind of explain it. If you're a fan of other motorsports or stick and ball sports, you may have seen Tezos before as they have existing deals with the Red Bull Racing Formula One team and Max Verstappen. They also have deals with Manchester United and the New York Mets. If you're familiar with the world of crypto or blockchain at all, Tezos is basically a competitor to something like Ethereum. It's a blockchain that can be built upon and executes smart contracts just like Ethereum does. The Tezos pitch is that they are more efficient with lower transaction fees though as they use a proof of stake model versus the proof of work model that Ethereum is built on. Consequently though, Ethereum is actually set to swap to a proof of stake model sometime this year. These two models are how the networks verify transactions and update the blockchain itself. Uh, If you've seen the big Bitcoin mining operations, those kind of huge buildings filled with computers, that's for proof of work. uh, Requires a ton of computing power to kind of do some of the math that's necessary for that proof of work. Whereas the Tezos proof of stake model does not do that, but there are other trade-offs. That's kind of your blockchain lesson for the day. I'm curious to see how this partnership plays out because the dirt racing community isn't exactly known for its forward thinking approach when it comes to technology. I know a lot of folks that are watching or listening to this episode and those that regularly attend dirt races are probably not super educated on the blockchain and things like uh, NFTs or maybe even interested in them at all. Some of you may own crypto through things like the Cash App or Robinhood, uh, and yet others probably think the whole thing is a scam. Uh, So I'll be interested to see how the series handles this education and activation going forward and what exactly fans are able to get from this. I do like that a company like Tezos is getting uh, getting in involved and taking a chance on dirt racing, though. I think it shows how valuable the sport has become in recent years. As this partnership rolls out, we'll talk more about it in the future and exactly kind of how all of this is happening and what it exactly means uh, with all of this education. You can see more on the announcement at allstarsprint.com. We've already lost the Lucas Oil late model dirt series races that were set to happen this upcoming weekend because of a poor forecast. And as of yesterday, we've also lost the Word of Outlaws late models at the Rev as well. In release from the series, they mentioned rain already this week with more to come over the next few days, along with cold temperatures as the reasons for the cancellation. Fans with tickets already purchased will receive a credit for future events or can request a refund. 
The next events on the schedule for the Outlaws are March 25th and 26th at Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina. Now, normally that would have been the end of my mention of this announcement, but wait, there's more. Just to give you a little background here, these two nights uh, for the Outlaws at the Rev were set to be the final on the dirt track before the dirt was removed from the facility. The Rev is a 3 mile track in Monroe, Louisiana that was being operated by Nicholas Brown and country singer Dylan Scott, but those two were leaving the facility behind following this Outlaw weekend. So clearly having this weekend canceled is a blow to those guys operating the track and the fans that were hoping to attend one more time. Following the announcement, Scott took to Facebook to express his disappointment, and he talked about how he wasn't certain why the event was canceled to begin with. He mentioned the weather, but also that it sounded like ticket pre-sales for the event were not great. If you look at the forecast upcoming, Friday appears as though it will be a wash. Rain chances are near 90% right around the time action would have gotten underway. And then the Saturday high is only 49 degrees, so getting that track ready in the cold after rain the night before would have been pretty challenging, I think. Scott mentions they offered to run Saturday and Sunday instead, and that World Racing Group didn't want to do that, hence the cancellation. In this instance, I see both sides. I understand the disappointment from the track folks, especially for what was supposed to be their final weekend. It sucks to not get that last show in. But on the flip side, it's a huge risk to show up to the Rev this weekend with wet weather and cold temperatures in the forecast and put on two nights of World of Outlaws racing. With low pre-sales and that forecast, there is no guarantee that fans will show up regardless of what the promoters say and what commenters on Facebook say. When there's weather involved, like I've said before, nobody wins. The fans, the track, the competitors, the series, everyone loses. And with the rising cost of parts and fuel right now, I'm not sure how much sense it makes bringing 25 or 30 or more teams to Louisiana, maybe to get one race in, potentially on a heavy racetrack, and for both the track and series to lose money. It's just a crappy situation all the way around. And if you bought tickets to this event, don't believe what you read on Twitter or Facebook. You can get a refund. Head over to wordofoutlaws.com and fill out the refund form. Just a bad situation. That's all it is. In some more streaming news, Flow Racing and the NARC Series Out West have renewed their deal for the upcoming season. Formerly known as the King of the West Series, the NARC Sprint Car Series is the winged 410 series that will run all across the West Coast this season, including in California, which is their normal base, and then all the way up into Oregon and Washington. Dominic Selzy is the defending series champion, picking up six wins last year and topping DJ Neto and Tim Kading. Every NARC Series race will be available to be watched live on Flow with your subscription. You can find more info on the series at narc410.com. If you want to buy a Flow subscription for the season, you can click the link below in this YouTube video or the Flow links at dirttracker.com. We're just about a week away, a little over a week away from the opening uh, weekend for the ASCS National Tour, and the full-time field of drivers continues to grow. So far, we know about Brandon Anderson, Garrett Williamson, Blake Hahn, and Dylan Westbrook. In recent days, the series has also added rookie driver Kyler Johnson and veteran Matt Covington. Johnson, who will be a rookie with the series, is only 18 years old, but already has three years of experience behind the wheel of a sprint car. He's moving over from the United Rebel Sprint Series that is based in Kansas. He finished top five in all three years on that tour and was a series winner in 2021. As for Covington, this will be the ninth straight season he runs the full national tour, and he'll be back this season looking to contend for the championship yet again. He picked up four wins in 2021 and ended up third in the standings behind Blake Hahn and J.J. Hickel. 
According to Brian Holbert, Covington is 11th all-time in ASCS National Tour feature starts with 319 and has 14 career wins. With J.J. Hickel off to run weekly at Knoxville in 410 competition, Covington and Westbrook will be the two biggest challengers to Han as he tries to defend his championship from last season. On top of those five drivers, I also saw a tweet from Scott Trailer that Jason Martin is joining the tour as well, though we haven't seen anything official yet. Martin ran part-time last year and picked up a win, three top fives, and five top tens in 11 feature starts. The 2022 ASCS season is set to get going on March 18th and 19th at Devil's Bowl Speedway in Texas. If you're looking for other dirt racing content this week, there are plenty of new podcast episodes. Winged Nation has Mike Hess. Loud Pedal has Lauren Stewart talking the Shamrock Classic. Forward Bite has Dylan Scott, who I just mentioned, and Carson Ferguson. Ohio Dirt has Jerry Bowersock. Passing Points has Ronald Helmick. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters and The Dirt Nerds. To see the full list of shows and episodes, hit up dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And for my YouTube watchers, besides the usual round of weekly highlights, there are new uh, videos from Swindell Speed Lab, Hunt the Front, David Gravel, Ryan Missler, and Tanner Holmes. You can find links to those videos and um, uh, and these YouTube channels uh, on the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel, or you can visit dirttracker.com slash videos. There's a whole bunch of stuff on that page as well. And there are two shows on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has Micros from Millbridge, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. If you are interested in that Millbridge show, keep an eye out for announcements today. Last night's Outlaw Cart show at Millbridge was lost to rain, and it's been raining here again this morning around the Charlotte area, so pay attention uh, in case that one gets canceled. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.